for a long time i was like it, i wouldn't say like you were in yourself but you're not yourself it's the self that you've been conditioned through experiences from your child and then you think that is yourself but it's not your authentic self Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to The Lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens, regardless of your season. Come on in, sisters. Let's talk. Are you going to introduce Michelle? She's been here before. She's like her. She doesn't okay. need introduction, but she is our, our executive guest. <laughs> what, do you, uh, what do you call her? An executive guest? Yeah. Executive guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Sisters Let's Talk podcast lounge. We today continue our topic on churchology. I have Fumi with me. Thank God I'm not by myself. Hello. (laughs) And we have, as Fumi put it, an executive guest with us today. That's right. She's been here before and we keep bringing her back and thankfully she keeps saying yes yes even if it's forced yes even if it's a forced yes but we we appreciate her that she comes over and over um she's the brave one so she's representing all other listeners because she's very brave so we welcome her back to the sisters let's talk podcast at this point in time i think she came in with her jeans and a t-shirt on because she no longer has like you know a formal suit or something or just jeans and t-shirts and she's sneakers. coming just to hang out in yeah, the lounge to hang out. Yeah, yes. definitely. <laughs> well that executive guest listeners is michelle you've heard her talk about herself and her walk in the motherhood series that we had and um now she's here to share her experience on this topic churchology and her walk and what we can learn from it today so welcome michelle to the podcast thank you thank you guys for having me and it's not forced I, I said yes willingly okay well thank you thank you <laughs> thank you thank you well listeners if you have listened to the last two episodes as we said we loosely named this um episodes churchology um but we've been talking about our experiences in the church um both good 
or what we can label good and what we can label not so good. And we've learned um, some things through those discussions. We've learned about growth, we learned about um, judging others, judging ourselves, how to walk through those, um, those judgments that we sometimes put on ourselves. Um, we've learned how to see God through those things and how to encourage ourselves and learn from those things that we have gone through. Um, and I think the good part about today's interview is that Michelle has not listened to all of them. So she, <laughs> she's, she's not influenced she's by not influenced anything by, said. Yep. Disclaimer. So, <laughs> so we get in the authentic story from her about her experience in the church and where she's at in her journey and where she wants to be. So listeners, welcome to the journey and the story of Michelle. Amen. <laughs> so Michelle, um, just to give you a little bit of a, where we're going with this, as Fumi said, it's about our experiences. So what we want, we've been, um talking about especially um questions we've been asking we want to ask ourselves and ask the body of christ um for the body of christ and for other people that are coming in whether to be a part of the the body of christ or just encountering a christian so we want the questions we've been asking are i'm just going to read them out one are you willing to be stretched in love um, and number two is how are you experiencing the love of God? And number three, when people experience you, do they experience the I in you or the God in you? So when we put it out there, we have we put it out and listeners um, sent in comments, a lot of comments. Um, which we're thankful for. So these are the things that when Fumi said we discussed, these were the things we discussed. Uh, we've had a lot of different things. So some people have mentioned things like uh, feeling judged, uh, feeling condemned. Sometimes um, they've expected uh, Christians to maybe be a bit more forgiven. Others have mentioned just how they feel like they're um, there are cliques that are that are in church that may should or should not have been in church. We talked about all those things, the pros and the cons. Um, so we would like to now put it to you to give us your experience, what you've experienced, um, whether it's with a Christian or like the body of Christ. Um, well, um, my experience, I think that most that I could put my finger on that I guess resonate the most was the the clicks like the clicks starting from the head and as it moves from the head it goes down into um, every area and people can see it people can feel it and it divides people like if you're new coming, like all oh, you kind of know where everyone fits. So you, you come in and you're like, where do I fit? Because I'm not this type of person and I'm not that type of, like, where do I fit in all of this? Because you kind of come in feeling like everybody's on equal ground. 
So you're like, we're on equal ground. We have equal, you know, opportunity to meet people and grow. But my experience, that's how I went in. I, at first, it seemed like everyone was on equal ground. And then as you keep, as I kept going to church, I start seeing the division. And it, it really puts you in a mind frame of this looks too much like high school. This looks too much like what, er like what everyone else is doing. It doesn't look any different when you think about the body of Christ and going to church and Christianity. You know, what you read is not really what you see. So it, it's, it's um, disappointing. It was disappointing to see, but mostly hard to experience because you coming in, you're, you're kind of like trying to find where you fit in the body of Christ. Where do you fit in Christ? How do you grow in Christ? And that like just throws you off because you're like, I don't really fit in here now. So what do I do? That was my experience. I just didn't see that there was a difference. It looks the same as if you were, you know, working, there's groups of people that sit together, eat together. This is how I felt at this church. So what time. made you feel this way? I mean, did you go I'm, in with the expectations? I go in neutral. I go into a church neutral. I go in to see how people are treated. Um, and another way is like, you wanna like participate. So being an onlooker, you see one side, but then when you start to participate, that's where you see people's heart, like true heart, like who's more like connected with this person and you like feel left out. Not because you won't show up, it's just because you were never asked. And then you kind of hear it, oh yeah, so and so we got together. While it's like the cool kids and the not so cool kids. So the cool kids get to all the events and stuff like that. And then the not so cool kids are kind of like the onlookers. So you kind of like connect with those that weren't invited or weren't asked to join. So you, you kind of be with them where you're understanding and you ask questions like, do you feel the same way that I do? And people that you connect with be like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm a part of the church. I think I come, I serve. Yeah, they know my name. Yeah, they know about me, but do they spend time with me? No. Do they ask me to go have a coffee? Not because it's the right thing to do, but they truly want to know you. That is my thing. Do you truly want to know me? If I say, let's go have a coffee, let's connect. That's because I truly want to know you. Not because I'm being courteous and nice. Because courteous and nice goes oh so far. You're not doing it genuinely. Like, it's just pretend. It's like the pastor says, oh, you need to connect with people. So all now everybody's busy connecting people. Not because they want to actually know you. It's just following rules again and that part for me is just like it's no different than the world what's the difference 
so you <coughs> might so you went into um the church um from what i hear you went into the church with with some expectations you yes. were, there are some things that that you were looking like you know what when i go into this place i am looking for for this and this part to be different right so yeah, like exactly yeah so like from what i heard it's like you were expecting people to be more welcoming kind of thing like involved you in things that were going on yeah like i it's when when christians calling like oh you know come and fellowship with us you know this is how our church is you're excited because they're excited but when you actually go into meeting the people it's not as what they say it's just something they it's like wearing a mask nobody wants to see the mask people want to see the truth if something bothers you you should it bothers you not like pretend like it doesn't bother you while it's like eating you up inside people want authentic not the mask and i found as time went on as you serve you see who is authentic and who is not and that's where the division started it's like okay this group like our church was mixed it had it was multicultural but most of the cultures stick to their own if they're from the Caribbean, the Caribbean people stick together. If they're Filipino, the Filipinos stick together. You know, everybody's sort of like go, like gravitate to their culture or where they're located. They don't really mix too much with everyone else. And even though the pastor may say, oh you need to this is a multicultural church what does that what does that mean exactly don't just say it but what does that mean people will be like oh hi my name is so so i'm from the philippines and da, da, da. okay that's not getting to know somebody that's telling me your name and where oh, you're you from but i don't know you on a personal level i see you come to church I see you go home. I see you come to church. I see you go home. I may see you in the community, but that's as far as the fellowship, they call it, it goes. Oh, let's eat. And then after there's an eating period. Okay, what's the eating supposed to do? Because everybody's just eating and busy. Hmm. Nobody's really sitting and my name is so-and-so. I find like the only time that happens is if you're new. They give you all the attention. Once you're like, you join and you've come like for a while, it's like, okay, she's just part of the congregation. Like, you're on your own, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she's just there. Let, is there any new people? Where's the new people? And everybody rushes to new people. And then you just watch the circus. You're like, wow, <laughs> this is what it is. It's like the new kid at school. Everyone's like, oh, my name is Rosa. What? It's like, Okay, and after your old news, like, go do your thing. Like, they're just quiet. Yeah, you know my name, but you don't know nothing about me. I know nothing about you. So that's what I mean. Like, it's just as if in the world, they're supposed to be different. Everybody wants the difference, the excitement, the tribe. What is it that Christians have that everyone doesn't? So did you ever find out that question? Like, um, what is it that, like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, what is it that you were, were, that you wish 
So like for the multicultural part, right? I, what like, is it that you wish that could have happened? I think I was expecting, like mm -hmm. when, when you say multicultural, you take a general interest in that person. You're no longer acquaintances, but you consider this person your friend. A friend you spend time with, a friend you call, a friend you don't just like, oh, they're okay, like whatever, whatever. Like you show general interest what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But our church, it was just like, I'll see you next Sunday. Like if you're walking, they'll drive right past you and be like, she could take the bus. She walking. She's happy. We've we've experienced that when we were living. It wasn't far from the church, and we would walk to church. And you know how much church members drive on the same street and see us. And then when we get to church, we're like, oh, we saw you walking. Okay, what does that do for me though? Did you stop? No. Like you tell me, it's like, oh, I, I am. I have a question. Um, yeah was was the church a small church or uh, or large church and i guess i mean it could what we call what we would term small and what we would term large but was it a small or large church just it because i've mm -hmm. been to large churches and large churches i understand it's hard to manage a connect. large church and get connect but our church you can get to know people. It's not a it big church. It's a small, you know, like some churches, like two, three levels, mm -hmm. one level. Everybody knows pretty much everybody because you see them every day. You do courses all the time. So it's not a matter of, oh, you know, it's so big that you cannot. They, exactly. They just don't want to. And somebody coming in, being hungry, being looking for something new, only to find the same thing is disappointing. You're like, what's yes, the point? Like, what's the point of this? Like, mm -hmm. I'm just coming to church just for the sake of to say that I went to church, mm -hmm. but I'm more like, what is the point? What is the point? If you say you're Christian, it should be in your actions. It should be in your attitude. Yes, nobody is perfect, mm -hmm. but when you are authentic, mm -hmm. people can relate and they can say, yeah, that, you know what? I'm having such a bad day. Like, yeah, not couple of things, but just pray. I'm having a bad day. They, I, you, they make you feel like you can't vent, you can't be angry, you can't have real feelings. Like it's bad to have those feelings. You're supposed to pray, pray it out. Yeah, but I'm upset. I can't be upset either. Like, mm -hmm. what can I do? Pray it out. That, that, that's the, you know, the funny thing is like, people, like, I understand, yes, pray. But there comes a point where you pray and the person, you're there and you can do it. So you have the hands to help that situation. So do it to help that situation. So you're not the answer to that prayer. So I need to pray and 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 pray endlessly. And then I keep telling you that I'm praying for this, but there's no help from you. There's no action like, you know what? we've prayed let's 
I know of a resource that can help you. I know someone that does this and maybe they can help you. What about the action piece of it? Not just pray. Yes, prayer is good, but what would they say? Prayer without works is dead. You're just praying in the air. No help. This is this is what I I like when you tell somebody, you know, you see somebody in need and they're like, you know, I need can I have prayer sister brother for the situation? You know, something as, oh, you know, I'm going to work, but I don't want to gas. Here's $50. Your prayer has been answered. You have gas for your car. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. simple things that can be answered right there. Mm -hmm. is now you that's not my problem just pray mm -hmm. about it sister it's mm -hmm. coming god's gonna bless you you're like like i don't understand is there a disconnect between you and god and me that you can't <laughs> give me a resource for this prayer to manifest mm -hmm. it's always prayer prayer pray. come on like we are the body of christ simple things that you can do doesn't need a prayer from here into next year so i think um obviously every church is different every yes. organization is different um even yes. the workplace is different yeah um this is where uh and i get what you're saying i i totally get what you're saying so the reason i had asked if it was a small or large church because sometimes in a large place um you know people get lost they get lost in because yes. it's so big but also yeah it does happen in a smaller congregation which is what you're actually speaking on yes. um there will be so sometimes um this is where you have depending on where the place the churches and the organization mm -hmm. and what their vision and mission goals are um where they have because not everyone is able to connect with that individual just like mm -hmm. that to, to approach them um this yeah. is where they would have like smaller groups so you have a cell where it's just yeah. it's just maybe five people in that cell so therefore whoever is the cell leader and the cell members are able to mm -hmm. really relate to that individual and understand everything what's going on with those people and their lives because they have the time to discuss mm -hmm. about it um and also where obviously you have to have certain other things in place which are the practical things is yes. um, people that are in need because again we've said this before um we can not be too heavenly minded that we are mm -hmm. of no earthly good right mm -hmm. uh, there are simple solutions to certain problems and issues um exactly. other than just uh you know prayer we know prayer works prayer is important yes this is not to say we shouldn't be praying as you're praying god says use wisdom so i'm just saying i hear what you're saying mm -hmm. um but as we're talking out and listeners are listening there are i mean organizations are so different and yes. at the end of the day what we want to take away from this is is identifying the gaps so that we can address those gaps yes right yeah um but i really it, it is true what you're saying is we also have to really um be practical about certain things because people come in with different a lot of needs different needs yeah and i can only imagine um it's in the winter if it's in the winter and 
whether it's just a 10 minute walk or even a five minute walk, it's in the winter, five minutes in the freezing cold makes a huge difference. I, but right? it's, it's so like, I laugh at it every time because it's like, okay, they say we are about people. Okay, you're about people, forget that. And yet your, your members, will drive past we were i'm telling you me and the kids were at the bus stop waiting for the bus even though it's one bus truck like one ride one straight ride mm-hmm. people are people all right we're going to end it here for today i hope you join us next week for the final part two of this conversation that we had with Michelle, you would want to listen to this. Uh, She's going to bring it full circle and just tell us how her experiences have helped her to make a difference in other people's lives. If you want to hear a bit of what's coming, just click on the soundbite that's following this for what's coming. Thank you, and we will be back next week. There might be other people that will hear your story and say, you know, that is where I am right now. But what if I look at it this way, of this Mm -hmm. person I've gone through hers? It was not all pleasant, but what can I get from it? How can I grow from there? Or how can I avoid this kind of thinking and be better? Reminder, you have what it takes. You just have to say, be a student. Only you can do what you're created to do. Visit our website, www.sistersletstalk.com. That is www.sistasletstalk.com. Ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know how you're holding up. Subscribe to Sisters Let's Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be the first to know when another episode is ready. One tiny favor, sis. Let's invite all the sisters to the lounge. I want to know about your story and not the Michelle that you have <laughs> guarded. Because we all have a way that we guard the things that we don't want people to get into. Oh, well, <laughs> actually, like, um, what I think, like, that part, mm-hmm. I'm... I think I've reached a place where no longer. Yeah, you see, there's a you. You kind of like you understand. You've you've gone in and you've looked at it and you've like, okay, what other perspective could it be? Like, what else could it be? And you kind of analyze it to figure out what is the root of this. Like, so Michelle. Yeah. Let me break it down. Yeah, she's giving you the fine words. Let me break it down. Basically. We're talking about the church and basically people's experiences. Mm-hmm. We've gone over comments from people um, 
what they've what they've encountered whether with an individual or just the community the body of christ mm -hmm. um so we wanted to kind of bring someone that can talk about their own experiences what they've gone through and again it's not necessarily just the negative aspect it could be mm -hmm. anything but we all we are highlighting some of the unpleasant things that have happened to individuals that may have affected their relationship with the community or mm -hmm. with christ in general so we just want to hear obviously you are at liberty to speak on what you are comfortable speaking about mm -hmm. but we kind of want you to give us your experience a deeper understanding of your experience with mm -hmm. you know not just the the mushy mushy top stuff and mm -hmm. it's okay not to have all the answers to whatever question i'm just curious that's it <laughs> I, i'm gonna tell you I'm, I, I'm just curious because all of us have different experiences mm -hmm. with the church. So I'm curious to hear about you instead of me making up stuff. I'm curious mm -hmm. to hear about somebody that has actually gone through the fight and see how you made it on the other side. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be all positive. What yeah. you're still walking through, what you feel like you, you can you should have got here, but you're not there yet. Mm -hmm. And you can probably even ask, like, how can I get there? Or what do you think are things that I can get there? Because I feel like each and every one of us have a story mm -hmm. that is in the making. We're still making that story. We're still yeah. writing that story in our lives. So we have, we're not Jesus. He, I think he's the only one that knew what he was coming to do, got it done and say, Father, I have done everything I came to do and I'm done. And yeah. he knew exactly where he was going to be, what he was going to do. Um, and there might be other people that will hear your story and say, you know, that is where I am right now. But what if I look at it this way or this mm -hmm. person I've gone through hers, it was not all pleasant, but what can I get from it? How can I grow from there? Or how can I avoid this kind of thinking and be better? Mm -hmm. So I am here to learn because I might see another, meet another single mom that I can help with your story. Mm -hmm. And I'm praying that um, you get something too from you're talking because i've learned that when we talk about something it helps us heal it helps it does. us grow it does because yeah. every time and i like honestly every time lucia calls me she's like oh can you talk about this stuff i'm like yeah okay like usually i'm like i'm forcing what? her to, to address <laughs> yeah pretty much but i think like you know for a long time i was like I wouldn't say like you're in yourself, but you're not yourself. It's the self that you've been conditioned through experiences from your child. And then you think that is yourself, but it's not your authentic self. And as you meet people and you grow and like you, you meet somebody opposite you who's more outgoing, more outspoken, which is like Lucy is the opposite of me. But oh yeah, he is, she is the opposite of yeah, you. Too. Yeah, she challenges you in these areas and it forces you 
to address things that you know is there yeah and you're just like okay I need to deal with that specifically because I know that's one of the things that I area I need to grow in so that's what Lucia does for me <laughs> I saw that the other day I'm like yes Lucia okay I know <laughs> because oh, well, but it's good yes yes it's definitely, good. definitely it's not bad Lucia it's a good thing no, and I think you've heard us on the podcast. Communism. <laughs> and Sorry, I think you've heard us on the podcast say, like these episodes, especially I want to say from the last when we started having that one word thing, mm-hmm. one word part of the podcast. Like I have been growing so much with can you give us a one word today can we do one word today we'll, we'll find a word we'll find a word during this during the discussion i believe we will find a word <laughs> michelle what do you think you think we should we will find a word she yeah, doesn't, I, don't, don't think, I don't think she knows the word have you been able to do you know what she's talking about no i don't know yeah, but so you see you have to go listen you have like five or so episodes it. to catch up on yeah actually this is a good way to introduce the today's actually this is actually a good way so to think of a word for me which you uncle whose word do i use today what word do i want to um um what word what word i don't Sorry. know it will come it will come it will come we'll find it in the middle i think we will yeah yeah, it'd be like a, a word that comes a word up, that comes but, from yeah that yeah. comes up yeah so we'll all find. right 